The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello out there. Uh, this is your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And today I'm coming to you live from Durham, North Carolina, actually from a hotel room. We're getting pretty close to having our house done, and so we have to keep coming back and forth a little bit more often from Topsail Island, and I will be settled down really soon, and I'm excited about that. Um, Several things I'm excited about that we're going to talk about today, but today is going to be a special day because I'm going to help you manifest something today. So I need you to start thinking about something that you would like to manifest within the next few days, within the next few weeks. Hopefully it comes sooner than later. Um, Something reasonable. Obviously, um, well, you know, we're capable of manifesting anything, quite honestly. Uh, But we're doing a fairly quick exercise here because it is the month of St. Patrick's day saint patrick's day and come next week so i can tell you a little about the true history of saint patrick you are going to be very surprised and the concept of luck and green and a shamrock and a shamrock um i'll give you a little hint did you realize that there is no such thing as a shamrock clovers yes Shamrocks? No. So come and find out more about St. Patrick's Day next week. It's very surprising. But it is something we created anyway, and it was inspired in us to create a holiday over it. And remember, I always say that everything is inspired for a reason. And I know exactly the reason why St. Patrick's Day was inspired. Of course, I know a lot of things that were downloaded. Well, I hate saying that downloaded. It's not downloaded. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's correct our word usage and verbiage, right? We think downloaded means that of course it came from above and that it downloaded through our, I don't know, mind's ear or heart or head or eye comes from the heavens. And now that it downloaded within me, I am wise. I am a wise one. When did you have your download experience? Oh, I had my download experience when I was very young. Really, I only had my download experience last week. When all of this wisdom just came downloading in me. Why do we compare ourselves to computers and the internet? And quite honestly, based on that, download speeds for many must be really slow, kind of like the ones that we've been dealing with lately with everybody being online. Can you get a block? Can you get a disconnect in the download and have to start all over again? I think so. So maybe 
maybe the connection with the words and the computers and the internet is correct. Because I know a lot of people who think they've had it downloaded and their files are truly corrupt. They need to go back and re-download. <laughs> Download. I, I, mean, I will be always the one that points out the ridiculous. Because as humans, we're ridiculous. And that's not a terrible thing to say. Not really. But we have to be aware of that. Download. We don't download bupkis. If anything, we upload it. <laughs> right. We upload it from the deep recesses of our unconscious mind where our soul resides to our conscious mind. That's an upload. That's not a download. All the information of life and all that we need to tap into is already within us. Within within and when i say within that also is an ambiguous word because it's not like you can go and open me up surgically and find out deep within where that little box of knowledge is but we say deep within the psyche deep within the unconscious recesses of your mind but it's within your soul. It's in your connection, which is within you. It's not on the outside of you. It's on the inside of you. It's on the inside of your mind. And so all the information resides there. We're waking it up, which, by the way, reminds me that in September, you will be able to stream while the UK will be able to watch live on Sky Network, my new television show called Wake the Blank Up. I did tell everybody that previously, um, but I'm very excited about it. The fall season, wake the blank up on Sky Network. Sky Network is owned by Rupert Murdoch, which I find really interesting because on his network is now the Feel Good Factor channel. And on the Feel Good Factor channel is where I will be doing Wake the Blank Up. Wake the Blank Up, everybody. Yes, wake it up. So you're waking up the information. You're not downloading it. So I forgot why I even started the conversation about downloading. I think it had something to do with inspiring us. So, so in my waking some of my stuff up, Some of the information came to me about the holidays, all of them, every single one of them. And St. Patrick's Day, which we do associate with good fortune, uh, and um, I'll come next week and I'll tell you why we associate it with good fortune, which is why I'm going to help you manifest some good fortune today. Right. It's manifesting good fortune because because we need to be reminded that. Though there is no such thing as luck in the world, I've been talking about that. I'm also been on several, several radio programs doing interviews about there being no such thing as luck, but to remind us that we manifest and create our own good fortune and luck. That's the reason for the holiday. Not to carry around a shamrock, not to drink green beer, not to have corned beef and cabbage, which, by the way, is not a, an Irish St. Patrick's Day tradition. <laughs> there, I just snuck in a little about 
St. Patrick's Day that I'll be talking about next week. It's not about that, of course. Of course, every holiday we, we make into something physical because we forget the spiritual and emotional aspect to the holiday itself. It's about manifesting, manifesting to remind us once again that we are capable of manifesting all good fortune, our own good fortune. We are our own good luck shamrock. We are our own leprechaun. We are the crock of gold at the end of the rainbow. Remember God gave us that rainbow? What was at the end of the rainbow? Us. We're at the end of the rainbow because we are the good fortune. We are the crock of gold. We are the good luck. We are everything we need. We are everything we want. We are everything that we desire. We are everything that we hope for. We are everything that we inspire to become. Yes, we are everything. We just have to remember that and wake it the blank up. And once we wake it up, all of a sudden we manifest it. So that's what I'm going to try to do today is wake you the blank up a little bit more so that you can manifest some good fortune for yourself so that you can remind yourself that you are your own rabbit's foot. Now, a rabbit's foot, by the way, had nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. It didn't even come into the picture then. Once we created good luck, we created good luck charms. And I don't know how I, I, you know, some of these things I want to know. I mean, certainly you've heard that it's not good luck for the rabbit. That's for sure. I don't know what happened then. What it's, you know, somebody was eating Hassenpfeffer and happened to have uh, what? Saw the rabbit's paw and was like, oh, honey, don't throw this away. Let me carry it around with me for a while and see what it does. Maybe it, uh, I'm going to have to do a little Google research on it. I'm sure, I am sure there is some information about a rabbit's foot. I know there's information about a monkey's paw. That, that's old. Um, that's more Haitian and, and um, evilness and curses and all stuff like that. So I guess, uh, what, a bunny is cuter than a, ra than a monkey? And so the rabbit's foot then becomes more good luck. And then when did they decide to dye rabbit's feet? When did they decide to dye carnations? I want to know why they did that. Here you take a beautiful natural flower and, of course, dip it in some pastel colors and bingo. You got some new carnations, but totally unreal. I don't know. I went off on a tangent with that. I apologize because of the rabbit's foot. And I've seen pink rabbit feet. And I know there isn't the pink rabbit. There's a pink panther. But that was a cartoon. Yeah. Maybe that's where they got the pink bunny then from. Who knows? I don't know. But that has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. So it's all about good fortune, goodwill, good luck. And we're going to create some of that on the other side of the half hour because I don't want it interrupted, I'm going to be taking you through a reverie. And a reverie is a guided meditation where you experience something. So you're going to do a visualization with me. 
a very deep visualization. Don't worry if you have a difficult time visualizing. If you just listen and let your brain function the correct way and let your soul function the correct way, it will take you where you need to be. So don't criticize or comment right now about, ooh, I'm a good visualizer. Ooh, no, I'm not a good visualizer. I have no imagination. Yes, everybody has an imagination. Everybody has a third eye or a mind's eye. Everybody has a third ear or a mind's ear. So you hear, you see within your brain, you're the only one who stops it. Stop stopping yourself. Thank you. That's the name of my show. And get on with it. Um... So that's going to be on the other side. So hang with me on that. And then you'll be able to download this podcast and use it. Use it all the time. Use it for something else that you want to manifest in your life. But know that you can. And know that these holidays, now I find it interesting, we did just a little bit more information about St. Patrick's Day and why it's green. We turned everything green because of the shamrock, because of the clover. And in actuality, the clover was used by St. Patrick, was the patron saint of Ireland, because he used the three-leaf clover as a metaphor for the triune of God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So adults started to wear shamrock or clovers because they called it shamrock there is no such thing as a plant shamrock okay it's a clover and the clovers are all over the place they're ivy they're clovers there's four leaves there's three leaves they're everywhere okay so he had just picked up one and stated this is a representation of the triune coming together the father the son the holy spirit so just like palm sunday where Christians take palms that are blessed by the priests because they were used to honor Jesus as he came to Jerusalem. They placed them on the ground so he and the donkey he was riding on could walk over them. So palms were used as a a symbol of Jesus coming to Jerusalem before he was crucified. So now the shamrock then, the clover, was used to represent the triune. And then because the clover is green, then people started wearing green. So green became the color. Now why green? Remember I told you everything happens for a reason. Well, during the trials and the tribulations where St. Patrick existed during that time period, there was a lot going on between the Christians and the Protestants and everything like that. And there'll be more about St. Patrick and what he did and why he was canonized and even became a saint. But he helped bring some peace to the land. He was also... Um, accredited for ridding Ireland of all the snakes, which is very funny. We're going to talk about traditions and customs and how they're actually hindering us because so many of them are wrong and incorrect. And we call them traditions. And we keep practicing these things as if they mean something. 
and they don't mean anything anymore because they've changed so much. A tradition is not meant to be changed. That's what makes it a tradition. And if it's changed, then it's no longer a tradition. If it's no longer a tradition, then it has absolutely no meaning use. It's watered down. It gets in the way because everybody thinks they're doing something correct. Like actually going to church every Sunday or doing something every Sunday, it becomes a tradition, which is meaningless because it actually is more of a habit than anything else. So we'll talk more about that. But in any case, green is a color of healing. It's a color of healing. It is also the color of your fourth spiritual center, your heart chakra. And if there was anything needed in Ireland at the time, it was more love, love of neighbor, love of self. So I find it interesting that they became inspired to make green everything as if that's going to change anything. So drinking green beer does not empower your heart chakra people just so that you know it's it's fun and actually it's um uh not very flavorful because they don't do that to the expensive beer they do that to the cheap beer make it green oh and then of course every proud irishman will go to every single pub and bar in town is completely packed with your Irish folk, your Irish police officers, your Irish firemen, your Irish families. Oh, yes, and they are so proud to be Irish without even knowing why. <laughs> this is really... And so, drinking green beer, eating corned beef and cabbage does not turn your fourth spiritual center any greener than it already is. But it was definitely an inspired color because it was necessary to heal those areas, to heal the area of the heart, to heal the area of love. There were bitter wars and bitter times, bitter wars and bitter times in so many countries and traditions have been created to help with those. So, so we are the ones that need to turn within. We need to celebrate all of us, not just Irish people and Irish folk. When you, when a culture creates a holiday, for example, Christians and Christmas, and, and, and Jews with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, any of those, their holidays, any of the holidays of any culture, Kwanzaa, they are created not just for the society, not just for the culture, but for all. Well, just the same way as you're reading books, you're listening to one person doing a show right now. So you can be listening and reading and watching one person, a group's information, 
and be growing and waking up information within you. So it's not a cultural thing. It can be culturally started, but it's shared with everyone else on the earth for a reason, because it needs to be. Um, Swami Sachidananda, who is the Swami of yoga, was the Swami of Yogaville, which is on the border of Virginia and North Carolina. If you ever have a chance, if you're ever in the area, go to Yogaville. It's absolutely beautiful. He started that that um, <coughs> center, that ashram, when he came to America. And on it, he created the famous Lotus Temple. And the Lotus Temple is famous because in his belief, if you brought all of the world religions together, you would have the true answer to life and God and us. Separate they're all missing the point. Go go even Google Swami Sachidananda. There's many videos that you should listen to of his that express that. And his Lotus Temple was created as a symbol of bringing all of the world's religions together. So it's absolutely beautiful, and the energy there is incredible. You go into the temple, and there is an altar for each major religion, and then one altar for a combined all of the smaller religions, and then there is a beam that comes out of the altar and meets in the center of this lotus temple, signifying the one truth of all the religions coming together. And it's a powerful beam that then goes up through the temple. And if you go there to meditate, the, the, the power of the meditations are un, is remarkable. It was beautiful. First time I ever went. It was the 25th celebration, 25th anniversary of the Lotus Temple. And I got to meet so many wonderful people. Swami Sachidananda is actually the Swami that you see at the pictures of Woodstock. He appeared in Woodstock and did a meditation and did a talk. So he is the Swami that you see that's very famous. And so... Um, Pull all the cultural celebrations together, and the same thing happens. You get the truth. You get the truth of life. You don't get just individual celebrations, but somebody has to hold them dear and protect them. Just the same as we separated the male part of us from the female part of us. We separated the divine masculine from the divine feminine to preserve the higher qualities of intuition and intellect. We did that purposely because we were losing those concepts. We did lose them in Lemuria and um, Atlantis, whatever the names of the earliest civilizations were, right? We lost them. And so we decided to split ourselves into two beings, though we were created as one being, to preserve, we also split ourselves into cultures. We did that, by the way. God did not do that at the Tower of Babel, holy moly, if people still believe stuff like that. But I can understand you go and you read history and God was upset with us and so he split us and told us to go our own ways. No, we decided to do that on our own. 
And so those cultures went to preserve the important aspects of who we are, bring those cultures together, bring the celebrations together, bring the traditions together, and you will have the answers and the truth of life and who we are. So though St. Patrick's Day is a big celebration for the Irish, it is a celebration we all need to remember. Even Christmas for the Jews, Christ within us, it doesn't make a difference whether you're Jewish. First of all, Jesus was Jewish, and Christ means man with God. It literally means man with God, meaning mankind, not the sex male, okay? So please, women out there, don't be emailing me and saying, you're being sexist, because I'm not. I'm repeating the way it was written, and it wasn't misinterpreted either that man was the only one with God. It was mankind, okay? So yes, they use that instead of humankind. Human, because man is part of the word human. So in any way, humankind with God is what Christ means, the word Christ. So that goes for everyone. That doesn't, then that goes for Muslims, that goes for Hindus. That goes for Native American Indians, that goes for shamanism, that goes for everybody is one with the God source. So whatever word you want to use, it doesn't matter. So, so it's still the Christ celebration. There is nothing wrong with paying attention to it. You don't go against your religion. You don't. So you want to flavor it. Do you ever only put one seasoning on food? That's why there's so many different seasonings, because it tastes so good. So on the other side of the commercial break, we're going to do this manifesting good fortune for yourself. Hang with me. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, spiritual teacher. Don't go away. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. This is your host, Vincent Jenna. And if you are just joining us, we're talking about luck and St. Patrick's Day and how we are all meant to celebrate each culture's celebrations because they are the holder and the keeper of what's dear to us, what's important to us, and a reminder to us. And the celebration of St. Patrick's Day is about celebrating 
the good fortune you are capable of manifesting. So, so think about this momentarily. Even though we canonized, well, I didn't personally, canonized Patrick, right? St. Patrick, because of what he did for Ireland, he did it, right? He did it as a person, as a being, right? Whether he used God's force or whatever tools he used, he manifested. He created what he needed to create. Just the same as every human who was down here who made something important happen, did it of their own free will and choice. So that's not just symbolic. That is the truth of what we are capable of doing. He created and manifested some good fortune from, for Ireland during that time. And by the way, I have a secret to tell you. St. Patrick wasn't even Irish. He was British, but don't tell anybody they don't know that. Or maybe they do. But in any case, he helped to manifest that. And everything we have done, every celebration has been about what we've been able to create. I don't care what miracle it was. Even when we think the miracle came from God, God gives us the resources, Spirit gives us the resources to create our own miracles. God does not create the miracles for us anymore. The miracle is constant. The miracle is on. Why would this source, this power, choose the time, the day, the people to create a miracle for? Even in, we go back in time, there were greater miracles created back in time. But even, let's go, let's go before Jesus. Let's go to Moses in creating miracles. It wasn't God. God shall be the host. Yes, Moses maybe in the Ten Commandments movie said that Cecil B. DeMille made a very dramatic, beautiful movie. I love it. I watch it all the time. Actually, every year I have to watch the Ten Commandments, just like I have to watch all the Christmas stories. And so, so Moses used his staff. But what you, you got, there was a line in the movie that Moses states, which acknowledges that it had nothing to do with God. Moses said, God gave me this staff and I am making poor use of it. I am making poor use of it. So in other words, what Moses was saying is God already gave me the power to use to get my people freed from tyranny and slavery here in Egypt, but I'm making poor use of it. Why do you think it took 12 plagues before Pharaoh released the Jews? Holy moly, if, if he knew how to use it and use the power, it would have only been one plague. But it wasn't. And so, so even when he got to the sea, the Red Sea, and parted it, that was through Moses' doing that and his belief. It, that is the, the purpose of the story, whether it actually parted or not. There are a whole different, you know, sim symbolism and interpretations of that story, just so you know. But, but again, everything. Now let's work our way up to Jesus. Everybody who was healed by Jesus, Jesus said what? You healed yourself through your own faith. So there was no one miracle person 
it was everything that we are able to do. So everybody, every celebration, every culture is about us. And I'm going to prove that to you right now. I'm going to prove that to you because you personally are going to manifest. You're going to manifest your own good fortune coming up. So I want you to think about it before the commercial break at the beginning of the show. I said, think about something you would like to manifest in your life right now. Okay, we're going to need a little bit more time. You're going to need a little bit more practice to manifest the big thing. So pick something that's manifestable enough, okay, that you can believe in because that's what's going to be really important is that you believe in it, right? And we're going to go through a guided reverie right now. So I need everybody to relax. I want you to um, go into a room or close the doors, you, you know, block out all the disruptions that you may get. Geez, I think the kids are back in school now. So um, even you single parents or parents who are home with your children, they should be in school right now in some way. Maybe on their lunch break over here in the East Coast. I don't know. But just block out as much disruption as you can. Those of you who can't do that when I'm done with this show and they put the podcast up, you can download it and do it again. But go along with me and let's see. So get yourself nice and comfortable. There'll be some background music, very light. And just follow along with me. Close your outer eyes now and come on this journey with me. Take a nice deep breath in, expanding your chest cavity, your abdomen, filling your entire body with the precious food of oxygen. And every time you exhale, exhale stress, Exhale all your worries of the day, what you're going to do next. Just follow along with my words. Take another deep breath in through your nostrils, expanding the entire cavity of your chest and exhale through your mouth. Blow it all out, feeling relaxed, feeling peaceful, feeling calm. Yes, feeling calm, going deeper and deeper into a deeper relaxed state of being. Shake off all of the stress in your body. Just let it go. Feeling your body becoming heavier. Whenever we get relaxed and we let go of the tension, the muscles release. The tendons release and we feel weighted down by the gravity, gravity of the earth. Making us feel more and more relaxed, heavier and heavier. Take another deep breath in, lower into your cavity. <sighs> Exhale, feeling at peace, feeling calm, ready to go on this journey with me.
And wherever you are, whatever room you're in, in your home, in your place, I just want you to envision a book in front of you of blank pages, a beautiful book, a journal. It's a blank pages and you're the one that can write or draw anything in it. But right now it's completely blank and it's open for you to use. Maybe it's very antique looking. Maybe it's very contemporary looking. However you want it to look, see that book, see that journal open to blank pages, no lines at all in that book, but it's open before you right now, wherever you are. The pages are beautiful. Maybe they're gold leaf. However you want your journal, this is your vision. This is your imagery. So you can make it look however you want it to look. Feeling comfortable, feeling safe, feeling warm. Feeling at peace. And on that blank page, I want you to begin to envision what you would like the most to appear in an image. Maybe you've drawn it. Maybe it's been drawn for you. Maybe it's a photograph that just appears in this book. And if you can't see a picture, a vision of the photograph of what you want, what you desire right now, write it out, write it out in words, whatever it is, whatever you desire, you see it in that book. It's right there. You're open to it. And as you're looking at it, it makes you very excited. Ah, that is what I would like. That is what I desire. Maybe it's a dream of a published book or a book you're writing, an expansion on your job, a change in your finances, a change in your health, whatever it is, you see it in that book. What does it look like? Maybe it's a motion picture you're seeing. It doesn't have to be a still picture. It doesn't have to be a drawing. It's whatever you choose to envision, but it's there in your book. It's yours. And as you're looking at it, feel the excitement of it being in your book, knowing it is coming to pass because it's your book. It's what you've created. It would not be there if it wasn't yours already. You cannot envision or desire or want something that isn't already yours. It is just for you to manifest it in this life. So whatever it is, it's not out of the ordinary. It's not bigger than what you can ever want or create. It's never there to tease you or taunt you. Whatever it is that you envision is the only reason why you can envision it is because it already belongs to you. Feel that, know that. 
Look at that picture. Look at the details. The more detailed it becomes in color, in design. And maybe the words you have to write out are detailed. Write out detailed words. How big, how small, what color, what does it feel like to have that which you are looking at? I know so many people who have put together a book like this about a home, a place, a vacation that they wanted to take. And they pasted all of these pretty pictures from magazines that they cut out in their book. And then all of a sudden it came to pass and now they have the book as if it's a photo album that they look back on to see all the great details that they created. That's what I want you to do in this book right now. I want you to look at it as if it already is a photo album of what you already manifested. This is yours. On those pages, usually when you open up a book and it could be in the middle that you have two pages of pictures, it doesn't matter how many pages you have. Just that it's detailed, it's beautiful, it's yours for the knowing. Look at that. No matter what it is, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a person that is in that book right now. What does that person look like? What do the details of that person? What can you recognize about that person in details? Whatever the dream is that you desire, whatever your desire is, whatever good fortune you want is on the page of your journal right now. Whatever the journal looks like, that journal will never be lost or taken away from you. It is yours forever. And the more and more you look at it, the more you go through this exercise with me, the more you see it, the deeper you see it. Even see yourself in with the picture. If it's a place, if it's a vacation, if it's health, if it's a relationship, see yourself in the picture on that book. And like I said, it could be a movie that you are watching in that book right now. It's your book. Anything can happen. It's your vision. It's your imagination. It's your creation. But it's yours. And it's yours for believing in it. This is your good fortune. This is a time of fulfillment. This is a year. 2021 is about a year of fulfillment. And I want you to see that, believe that, know it. It is in detail. It's either in black and white or it's in color. It's either in images and pictures and movies or it's in words and phrases and details of the words. Write it out if you have to. Envision it if you can. Feel it that you must feel it. What does it look like? Knowing that this is yours, how do you feel right now? Knowing that this is what you personally manifested, no one else, you're tapped into a power, you're tapped into the source. Nobody out there can create it for you. You have created this. How does that make you feel? I want you to remember that. I want you to feel that. I want you to experience that. Experience the picture. Experience what it makes you feel like. What does it make you do? How does it make you behave to have what you want? 
It is so exciting. It's so exhilarating. It's so blissful that this is what you want to be able to share with others in the world, to be able to do the same thing. Envision that. See it in that book. And I want you to see it so detailed that right now, maybe, maybe there is a piece of silk ribbon that comes off the journal. Many journals come with a silk ribbon attached so that you can identify the page. You can put it in the, in the fold, in the crease of the book so that at any time you go to the ribbon to open up that page, I want you to put that ribbon down right now in the middle of the page of that book, that journal, and close the journal. Closing it, it's not disappearing. The picture is not disappearing. You're actually preserving the picture. It is in your book. Close the book. Envision it closed. Hold it to your heart. Knowing it's there. Feel it through your heart, through the book. There are so many times we take pictures of loved ones or, or vacation circumstances that is brought us great joy, children we have had, and we put those photographs or that journal near our hearts and we can feel again the joy, the bliss that occurred from that moment. I want you to do that with your journal. I want you to feel the bliss of having that desire, that good fortune that manifested, and you're empowering it more with the energy of your heart that goes into the journal and from the journal back into your heart. I want you to feel that. And now I want you to take the book and open it back up to that page and see that that page, that picture, that image, those words are still there in that journal. They have not gone. They become deeper, more ingrained, maybe even embossed, where the image and the words stand out from the page, almost three-dimensional, that if you open it up, one of those pop-up books, that when you open it up, the image pops up, they're beautifully made, they're beautifully crafted in great detail, so that you see in three-dimension the image of what it is you desire, it is there. You can live it, feel it, touch it, experience it. Know it is yours. From this moment on, it is yours. And you will begin to see it appear in your daily life from the moment we stop. From the moment this guidance is over, it will begin to appear because it's in your book. You manifested it already. It's not something you have to do later. It's something you've already done. You just have to believe it. And through the course of the day, even though the book is closed, you can open it up to this page to remind you of what you already created. You can pick up the book without even opening it up and knowing that that's what you created is in this book. And in this book is where you're going to put all of what you want to create. You don't need an actual journal. Certainly you can do that. Certainly you can put the pictures instead of on a vision board in a book that you can carry around, that you can put to your heart, that you can feel. Or you can have an imaginary one. It works the exact same way. Nothing in this life has to be physical to the touch in order for it to exist 
because we exist in image and energy before we exist in physicality. And so now I want you to put that book down on your coffee table, wherever you are, by your side, with you, in a bag. It doesn't matter where you put it, but you can always go to it. You can always remind yourself of what you already have. And you're going to do that from today on until you actually see the appearance of this good fortune, no matter what it is. So put the book down. Take another deep breath in, a breath of excitement, and exhale through your mouth, knowing that it's all good, and it's all real, and it's all spectacular, and it's all blissful. Another deep breath in, feeling at peace, feeling loved, feeling warm, feeling excited. You have your good fortune and you can turn to it at any time to remind you until you see it. Bringing it into this physical realm is the easiest part. Believing in it, that you deserve it, that you already created it. That's the more difficult part. But all you have to do is constantly remind yourself of who you are, your connection, the fact that you are divine being, that you deserve all that you request, that you desire. So take a nice deep breath in, come back into the room to wherever you are, knowing it is all good. At any time, you can go back and re-listen to this podcast and recreate it. Guided meditations and reveries are wonderful. They help us to envision what we need to envision. So many times people ask me, well, how do I do that? Well, listen, take a step, take the time. Everybody wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers to remind yourself that you are here now. Open your eyes. And envision that journal, that book, because that journal and that book is written in your heart. It doesn't have to be a live one, a real one, but so many people do like that. I know that. I have it. I have my own. Sometimes I practice by writing in the journal. Sometimes I practice by visualizing it. And it does come to pass. So I will share to you one of my dreams that within the first 20 days of January have come to pass. And, and finally, my contract is signed. The book is already being developed. God, it's not working. By Vincent Jenna, MSW, psychic therapist, spiritual teacher, will be published this year and coming out this year, we will be having a launch sometime this year. Traditionally published, I'm very excited about that. It's going to appear in all venues. And when this launch is coming about, I will let you know. I will be setting it up that you can pre-purchase it with some gifts. It's a powerful book. 
that you can go through over and over again. I know there's so many books that we like to get electronically, but when we're working with things that we can keep referring back to, it's always good to have it in our hands, right? Kind of like that journal so we can keep reminding ourselves, so we can make some notes and even write in it. I know people. some people like to write in their books. So I'm very excited about that. We'll be talking more about that. Be looking for God, It's Not Working. Uh, the working subtitle is What One Man Found That Makes Everything You Attempt Work. That's right. It's the answer to make everything work. It's the answer to make everything work. It's the reason why everything doesn't work for you. I briefly talked about it, but it's in book form, detailed form, along with my story, how I discovered it, how I became blocked, how you have become blocked. So be looking for it. I'm thrilled. Come back next week. Join me next week when we talk about more about St. Patrick's Day. My show will be on St. Patrick's Day, so I'm excited about that. That's always good fortune. And I want you all to have a fabulous week and just keep reminding yourselves of your desire in that journal, in that book, in your mind, constantly remind you. And write me, please write me. Write me at info at vincentjenna.com to let me know what has transpired? I always want to know if these things work, but this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. This is your host, Vincent Jenna. I am your psychic therapist. Have a fabulous week. Stay tuned for some great shows here on Unity Online Radio, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.